Heyo, Luke here with the Where We're Going podcast. I want to start with a question today. Do you ever get stuck thinking only about what you want to achieve and forget how good you have it already? Do you feel like you're kind of stuck in the future and you can't be satisfied with what you have right now and you're just sad because you can't reach this unachievable future self and future version of you? Maybe you find yourself saying the grass is just greener on the other side and wanting to go to that other side. Um, Whether it's wanting a promotion or to earn more money, to get more fit, it's one of the biggest pitfalls when setting goals. Now, I understand you might be confused right now because you're thinking, the name of this podcast is where we're going. It's all about being focused on being present and on the future rather than the past. And you would be correct, but this is one of those episodes where we talk about um, what what I might call a, a, a guiding principle or a supplemental principle. Um, what happens sometimes when we're working with uh, personal growth and, and these kinds of things is we get so excited about one idea that we fail to see the blind spots within that idea. And there is a blind spot in the idea of where we're going. It's that sometimes it can give us the tendency to live only in the future and not be grateful for what we have in the present and not enjoy as thoroughly as possible the things we have in the present. Um, this has been on my mind because I've been thinking a lot about how, you know, we have different titles in our lives and, and sometimes, you know, we might have the opportunity to become uh, a manager or, or some other kind of leader. And I, unfortunately, throughout my life have sometimes fallen into the trap of wanting to have those titles. Um, but recently, some experiences watching some movies and thinking about some things has helped me to realize that I'm happy where I am. And I'm grateful for how far I've come. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to work harder to improve, and that I'm not going to enjoy improving. It just means that I'm grateful for for what I have. Um, you have to remind yourself that when whenever you're going through this as well, that you just need to be happy with your progress and you can always be pushing for more as well. Um, it doesn't mean you can't get better when, when you're grateful for what you have. Uh, the way that I've heard it said is always grateful, never satisfied. Um, and we all get blinded by looking at what we don't have rather than what we do have leading to dissatisfaction. And that's what this is really about. The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's actually greener where you water it. Now, the reason and, and the, the source for some of this is, uh, is actually a couple of movies. And I, I, I love movies. I love talking about movies. I love talking about principles from movies. And uh, I was talking about a lot of this with my wife uh, just last night. And, uh, and she goes, wow, you got a lot of that, uh, a lot out from that than, than I did um, from these movies. And I said, isn't that what everybody gets out of it? Doesn't, doesn't everybody realize that's, that's what happens? And it, it occurred to me that it's this is, you know, this, the skill that I have is to be able to pull out principles from movies. And that's actually why I, I love movies so much. Um, as the phrase where we're going is actually from a movie and, and the name of this podcast is, is based on, you know, an idea that kind of comes from a movie. Um, that's this today is one of those times where we'll get to go into a couple of movies and, and talk briefly about this principle of being always grateful, but never satisfied. Um, the first movie that I want to talk about is Rango. I absolutely love this movie. It's probably in one of my top 10 all-time favorite movies. Um, and uh, you may disagree. That's that's totally fine. I, I totally get it. But the reason that I love it is because of the character progression of the main character, Rango. Um, Rango is a pet chameleon, but he's got this problem. He doesn't know who he is, and he thinks he needs to have some sort of title to be great. 
Um, and he's traveling with his owners. He's in his tank in his owner's car and they hit a, uh, I think they hit an armadillo is what it is. And he gets bumped out of the car and ends up surviving and he's stuck in the desert and he walks through the desert, ends up in this Western style town with all sorts of desert creatures. And he pretends to be this amazing, um, tough Western guy and, uh, discovers that they have this water problem, ends up becoming the sheriff, and it all starts to go to his head just as he begins helping people um, with this water problem. And he also at the same time starts figuring out who he is. Um, But again, there's this kind of hidden problem that he's lied to these people and that he's not really who he has told them um, that he is. And now I guess just as a disclaimer, um, there are spoilers. This movie is a little old. So, I mean, yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, definitely go see it. Um, But uh, everything seems to be going all right. Um, But then Rattlesnake Jake shows up and exposes him as a liar. And they call Rattlesnake Jake the, the Grim Reaper because he always comes and, and he always kills somebody when, when he comes to town. And so, he doesn't actually end up killing somebody this time. He just exposes Rango as a liar and basically casts him out. And Rango just walks into the desert and eventually, after a couple of days, ends up meeting what is called the Spirit of the West. And uh, the Spirit of the West is just a guy with a metal detector on a golf cart and just looking for stuff in the desert. But that's kind of what the movie's like. It's, it's just funny like that. But it's also a lot deeper as well. And I'll never forget, and I love this, this is why I love Rango, is the the Spirit of the West says to Rango, he says, it doesn't matter what they call you, it's the deeds that make the man. And then he goes on to say, don't you see, it's not about you, it's about them. And then later he says, no man can walk out on his own story. Now Rango had gotten it wrong when he made it all about him. He'd looked beyond. He'd looked ahead. He looked only at what he could gain from the situation rather than what he already had and how he could help others and what was right in front of him. And he didn't look at the deeds that he could do for this town, the great things that he could do for this town. And he ends up realizing that the deeds make him a hero, not what he thinks or or whatever else is going on. And so he ends up going back and, and saving the town. And, uh, I'll let you go watch it. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's funny. It's extremely satisfying to see his character progression. And it's just one perfect example of how we can't get so stuck in the future of our goals that we don't enjoy the present right now. And we don't, don't enjoy seeing how far we've come. Um, the other movie, I'm just going to mention this one briefly, is Hercules and uh, the the Disney version. And I'm sure you've probably all seen this by now, um, but Hercules, he wants to become a god and he thinks he knows what it means to become a god. It's this popularity and it's, you know, having having everybody sing a song about you and having your name or your picture on a, on a vase or, or a vase, whatever. And he, he, he starts to realize... And, and I think it's the scene where he's getting his picture painted and he's got Scar's um, mane on him. I don't know if you ever noticed that little uh, little Easter egg there. Um, but he just kind of throws all the stuff to the side. He's just like, I can't do this anymore. And uh, it's been a little while since I've seen it, so I don't remember all of the details. But basically, he's just like fed up with this whole thing. And uh, he realizes that he, he's just not satisfied with this, what he thinks he has to do to become a god. And so he's still trying to figure this out and trying to figure this out. And then in the end, it's only once the thing that he really cared about over being a God, Meg, 
dies or the person I should say um, dies that he is actually realizes, Oh, this is actually what I want more than anything else. And you see the look of determination he has in his face when he realizes when, when uh, Phil, his trainer is like, there's nothing you can do about it. And then he, Hercules says, yes, I can. And, uh, and he goes to Hades, he goes to the underworld and makes a deal with Hades. He says, I will take her place. And just as he's about to die, just as about as they're about to cut his thread, he becomes a god. And so, it, and it's just kind of funny that he realizes that this is what he wanted, not becoming a god. And then he ends up giving up being a god so that he can be with Meg. And that's another perfect example of how you you have what you want right there in front of you. You don't need some new title like god or sheriff or manager or whatever it is or you don't need some new level of income or you don't need some new car or you don't need this or that or or whatever it might be to be happy you need to be grateful for what you have but continue working uh, for the future the reason that i'm kind of thinking about all of this or another reason that i'm thinking about all of this is i started i recently started reading the book the gap and the gain by um, Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy. And in there, he says uh, something along the lines of, and I can't quote it exactly because I don't remember, but he says, our goals are good to motivate us, to help us look for a you know, better future and, and, and to inspire us to become better. But they shouldn't be the measuring stick by which we measure whether or not we're happy. And that really struck me because I have struggled many times as I am ambitious and set goals and want to achieve things. Um, to not be satisfied because I'm not where I want to be. And instead, recently, because of this idea and these lessons from these movies, I started to realize, I started to look at my goals as with archery, for example. I started to realize, hey, I am better, I'm more comfortable at shooting at 40 yards now than I have ever been. And, or I can get a tight grouping at 10 yards and I couldn't do that before. Or with hiking, I just improved my zone two hiking pace to from 25 minutes per mile down to 20 about 21 minutes per mile at a 15% incline on my treadmill. Now, if you don't know what zone two is, there's this whole training thing in a book called Training for the Uphill Athlete. Um, zone two is what you want to train at so that you can get better. Um, go back and listen to my episode about um, doing low intensity, high volume work for, for a little bit more background on, on what that is. But I'm seeing that I'm improving and I'm grateful for that improvement. And I'm also grateful for, for where I'm at now. And I'm so much happier this way. And I can see also I'm slowing down and I'm taking longer to achieve my goals. I have five-year goals for, for writing and for archery and for running. And now when I have an off day or whatever it might be, now I can you know put it into perspective. I can say it's just one day. And I can look and I can see I'm grateful for what I have but I'm not going to stop progressing. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this one, but another movie that I want to bring up, I just can't help but bring this up, is uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Also, probably in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Absolutely amazing movie. The character progression of all of the characters in the movie is incredible, except for uh, Jack Horner. He, he's terrible the whole time, never changes. But that's just part of the the uh, fun of the movie, you could say. Um but the, the ones that I want to focus on are Goldilocks and the three bears. And Goldilocks, her kind of, and the, the whole idea is they're chasing this wishing star so that they can each get a wish. And Goldilocks and the three bears are fighting against Puss and Boots and his kind of little posse. Um, and they're all fighting, all, they're also fighting against um, Jack Horner. So all three of these groups want the wishing star for themselves. I'm not going to talk about the other two. 
but Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Goldilocks wants it so that she can have a real family, in her words. And as you progress through the movie, you start to realize she has a real family the whole time. There's another character, uh, Perito, I think is his name, the little dog. Um, and he he tells Goldilocks at one point, he's like, you hit the orphan jackpot or, or won the orphan lottery, I think is how he says it. And, and I just love that. And, and he's just so happy and so excited and so carefree. He's the epitome of being grateful for what you have. And, and Goldilocks here kind of, you can kind of see the wheels spinning in her head. She's starting to think about this and realize this. And in the end, now again, go watch this movie because it's already a couple years old, but spoilers, if you haven't seen it in the end, Goldilocks turns and starts to realize that, you know, I do have this family and I love these bears and we are family and I'm happy. I'm so happy with them. And I have won the orphan lottery, just like Perito said. And, and I absolutely love that. The character progression there is amazing. And it's the, you see similar progression in Poos and in his group there. And it, it's just so incredible. Such a great movie. So go watch that movie. Go see that. But again, the same idea that what you have, what you already have, is what will make you happy. Being grateful for that is what will make you happy. That doesn't mean that you can't try harder to push, to have more, to improve, to get better. Always grateful, never satisfied. Remember that. And also remember that the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it.